you know, it's like AT&T is manscaping their phones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your dick looks that's... just a little bigger, but it's actually not bigger. <laughs> you know, because that's... No, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah, they just manscape. Yeah, they're manscaping yeah. their shit. Your phones are not any faster. Yeah, your phones aren't any faster, yeah, but suddenly, still not making any suddenly you feel like you got a little bit more... Uh, yeah. You got an inch. You got an inch more of phone power. Yeah. Your that's your phone a... cock is yeah. rocking. <laughs> This is Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. Like I go from zero to 150,000 mm-hmm. in eight seconds if something with technology isn't working. It's so easy. is it the inconvenience? Is it? I mean, is that what it is? It's the inconvenience of... Uh... It's not the inconvenience. Part of it is the inconvenience. That's annoying. Like, uh, yeah. this is annoying. It's going to take me longer to do what I have to do. That's fine. Like, that's life. Okay. It's when I can't solve the problem. Like, if the internet goes out, that's annoying. But if something, like I was trying to send you the... The bug house. The bug house. Wave you know, file, yeah. yeah. And it just wasn't up. And I tried four or five different times and three different ways of doing it before I finally figured out the way that it would work. Yeah. And it's just like, what like, what in the shit is your problem? Why? And I'm trying to troubleshoot and problem solve and... So it just... Because what it reminded me of is technology doesn't do that to me. I don't get... And I'm the temper guy. You yeah. know, I'm the guy with the yeah. temper. It's driving. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's like when somebody, and, and that's the thing is, how dare you slow down in traffic to turn right? But you're in my fucking way, yeah. and I'm in the car. It's like, come on, Grandma, let's fucking go. And it's like, there's no reason to be mad. I get, I get that sometimes, <coughs> usually when I'm running late. Okay, yeah. Kind of often. Um, but I just, I get irrationally angry. At, at technology. When, when Dropbox won't let me upload. Now, is it, is it all technology, or is it just, like, internet-based, digital kind of technology? It's it's all technology. So when your catheter goes out... Yeah, that and I can't fix it. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there pissing Yeah, you fill in your body, your body with your yeah, own piss. Yeah, really the toxic shock. Me. Yeah. Really upsets me. I, okay. But so, on top of that... <laughs> So there was, so first thing in the morning, so I was up at three working and at like 4 a.m. the internet shit out. It's like, all right, that's yeah, kind yeah. of annoying because I got up to work and I, uh, all right, but it came back on quickly. So that was just like a weird bump. Just a gaff. Yeah, yeah. Just a gaff. Um, and then my, my Bluetooth to my, uh, keyboard and my trackpad kept disconnecting. My headphones kept disconnecting all the Bluetooth. And I'm like, just what the fuck is going on? And then I'm printing, um, I'm printing out my uh, the uh, press kit yeah. for the book. So I'm printing this out, and everything's going fine. It's looking really good. I've got fresh ink in there. I'm like, yeah, thrumming along. Okay, day's looking better. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and then it starts printing out like there were weird spaces and printing on top of each other. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go and look at the file, and I'm like, is this fucked up? I've been sending this out, and it's fucked up. No, it's fine. So I shut everything down again. Like maybe it just needs to reboot. So I turn off the print. You know, I'm troubleshooting these things. And it's still printing all fucked up. And I didn't drop the printer like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Happened. You don't know what happened, yeah. So I'm just like, 
So it's like in, inconvenience for things that you count on yeah. to get. Because the only time I get mad at technology anymore, and it, is, it really doesn't happen, I think maybe it is a, 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 an inability to solve the problem, is, God bless my wife, um, when she, you know, you know literary press, we self-publish, right. you know, we do, you know, the Amazon, that kind of stuff. Well, she's a poet. So she wants her, very much like you, I imagine, uh, wants the, the format mm -hmm. of the file that we send so that, you know, it to be perfect and exactly to look like, but that's not how it works. Right. You know, what you print is going to get, it's going to get changed slightly in sort of the trans, you know, the transfer from Word document or pages document to PDF to yeah. you know whatever and ends up getting there's, printed. There's ways around that. But well, there are ways. They're hard to find. They're hard to find. Well, the my biggest issue is she doesn't because she doesn't. She's she's digitally savvy, but because she doesn't do that kind of design work, I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's her going. You need to fix this. You need to fix this. You need to fix this. And it's like, it's stuff that I'm like. I don't have any control over that. Yeah. But she doesn't give a fuck that I don't have any control over it. Right. She, she wants, wants it fixed. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure it out. And at a certain point, I do. I get short with her. I become yeah. a big dick. I always feel bad about it later. But it's like, God damn it. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Right. Why don't we just fucking write it on papyrus right. ourselves? <laughs> Individual fucking copies. And that's sometimes God easier. God damn it. That's why I said, I'm like, just fucking bring back the fax machine. I know those had problems too, but I Joe, had to deal with them. I I'm did. Young enough. They're the worst. You know, like I never yeah. had... I mean, I used fax machines at the beginning of my career. There are still businesses that use fax machines. I know. What and the it's, fuck? It's weird. Whenever I see somebody that has like a fax number in their email signature. Yeah. What? I don't want to do business with you. Oh, yeah. Get well, WBEZ had a fax machine, and I always asked where the floppy disks were. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, give me a break. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So then, so the printer thing, I ended up calling Canon, and I'm like, look, I can't figure this. Here's what I've done so far. And their tech support was great. So I had to, like, Opened the thing up and I had to get rubbing alcohol and a Q-tip and she's walking me through this and to clean all this shit inside and it still didn't work. So there's something wrong with the printer. Yeah, and, okay, yeah. So we'll have to buy a new printer. And fine. Like it's you know only what I like. Year, it's only you know what I like it about HP. If you get an HP printer, yeah, you can connect it online to their diagnostic and they can tell you exactly what's wrong with it. I will buy an HP printer then. That uh, that because the last time because I got an HP printer and the last time it did it's sort of like oh it was streaking it was making all this and I was like what the fuck is this shit yeah and I started to get pissed and I went oh no no so I went online to the HP they recognized my device because it was connected uh -huh. by Wi-Fi boom 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 diagnosed the problem. And it was as simple as them doing something. So yeah. it was a firmware thing, and they updated it on site at the moment, and right. it worked. So and I asked about that because I, I was like, like so what happy. What did I do? Like, what? Because I didn't drop it because the alignment was off. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. So I, we did the alignment cleaning and readjusting yeah, yeah, all that shit two two times. We did that, and it the alignment worked when it printed, but when I would go back to the file, it wouldn't work. I I ninety nine percent sure, and so is the so are the Canon people. Yeah. It's not my file. This is just well. A, if you're listening, because this is terribly exciting, hearing about the the breakdown yeah. of his fucking printer. Yeah. So if you know anything about Canon printers, uh, it's <laughs> David at literateape.com. Offer your suggestions of anything he can do. And while you're at it, you know when you freak out about technology, when your computer doesn't work, your car won't start, or whatever it is, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, how do you yeah. how do you not go to DefCon Five? over what is ultimately just inconvenience. I think that's well, one of the things. We get more pissed about inconvenience than we do tragedies. I mean, it's like, 
you're sitting there. Harry's choking. Yep. You're not going to get angry. You're going to get very calm, very focused, and you're going to take care of the problem. Oh, yeah. With that kind of stuff. I'm good. Well, it's like the big shit. Yeah. We're good. It's the it's this things. bull. It's, it's like this, like I stepped on a tack or a Lego. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, it's a fuck off. Cut. Yeah. Like, fuck you. But if I lose my arm, it's like, all right, I need to deal with this. Now this is a big problem. Yeah. yeah. So why it's, is that? Because I think that's universal. Well, I think that the thing is, I'm I think that's kind of universal. That's, you know, I mean, yeah. it's like you listen to, you listen to, I mean, I mean, one of my favorite things is, uh, talking to a friend of mine who used to end this a long time ago, but I remembered it. It always stuck, stuck with me. She worked at Comcast. Now, this has got to be a decade ago, but it's not like Comcast didn't exist, but yeah. my guess is it's gotten better in the customer service, but people, when their cable went out, oh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. it was like, it, the reaction was so over the top. It's literally, you're missing fucking Judge Judy. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Calm the fuck if the down. If cable goes out, it doesn't bother me. Even if the internet goes out, because I can use my phone as a hotspot. So well, the yeah. Is, like, I still get 3G, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Like, fine. You know, I, that's fine. Yeah, but, what are the Gs? I, I have no idea. I have no... There's talk about 5G now, and I don't... Well, that's the thing is they don't have 5... They're making 5G. Um, what they've realized... There's some of the reports that I think are very funny is that they've said that 5G is actually going to be, like, damaging to human beings. Too much radio waves or... Whatever. I, I didn't get into yeah. the deep... I didn't get yeah. into, into... I just read that... that and that uh, AT&T started pumping out a 5G... I message without yeah. actually having a 5g signal right it's like just like you just want to pump it up yeah. you know it's sort of like we're just gonna paint you know flames on your dodge you know yeah bullshit that makes it yeah. look like it's going fast yeah yeah your 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 your, yeah. your mini cooper we're gonna right. put flames on your fucking <laughs> mini cooper so you suddenly suddenly feel like your dick is just a little bit bigger yeah when it's not it's like manscaping you know if you manscape a little bit it makes your dick look like it's like an inch longer but it, yeah. Your dick isn't actually it's an inch not, longer. No, manscaping does more. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like AT and T is manscaping their phones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your dick looks that's, just a little bigger, but it's actually not bigger. AT. <laughs> you know, because that's no. That, yeah, that's a that's a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah. They just manscape. Yeah, they're manscaping yeah, their shit. Your phones are not any faster. Yeah, your phones aren't any faster, yeah, but you're suddenly, still not making any suddenly you feel like you got a little bit more. Uh, yeah. You got an inch. You got an inch more of phone power. Yeah. Your that's your phone cool. cock is yeah. rocking. <laughs> I read a lot about how. Louis C.K. is punching down. You know, that's a big thing about right. comedy is, especially in woke comedy, <coughs> is don't punch down. Yeah. Well, that was always kind of the rule, is you don't well, make fun of the poor, you don't make fun of the handicapped, you don't make fun of the sick. You you know, but that's, I mean, you know, you go back go back to the Dean Martin days, you know, the, the, the Frank Sinatra, even the Johnny Carson day, punching down, you punch down at gay men, you punch down at women, you punch down at black people. I mean, punching yeah, down was just sort that, of the they thing. Were, they were punching down to, like, they took the piss out of Sammy Davis yeah. for being a, a black well, and for being a Jew. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, they weren't making fun of Jews and blacks, they were making fun of Sammy, yeah. who was and, in on the joke. And that's there's what the a, yeah, were, you know? Yeah, that's so what that's the roast But the thing about easier. it is, this is the question is... And this is my question. So I really got to thinking about it. It's like, okay, so we're going to make fun. You know, it's like, okay, so we're, we're, we basically said, and I don't know if, you know, we, the 8%, you know, the loud rage profiteers, they're saying you can't make fun of 
the Parkland Survivor teens? Or are they saying Louis C.K. can't make fun of them? Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of in there. But the thing about it is, in a world where, I mean, in this case, I guess this is the question, is it still punching down when the targets of your joke can deprive you of your livelihood? I mean, because ultimately that's, right. I mean, you look at, you look, it's Kevin Hart. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm not saying that, oh, he's broke. He's not broke, but the fact is him not doing the Oscars because he made homophobic jokes um, 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, he's still losing income, so, and probably a lot more income than you and I will ever make, you know, right. but... Yeah, he's losing more than we'll ever yeah, make. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Kevin Spacey, yeah. now granted, there's arguments that Kevin Spacey did something illegal. Until he's convicted, I'm not going to buy that, right. but... The fact is, his livelihood, in terms of his availability to create stuff, and I'm not feel—I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for Louis C.K. Yeah. But the question is: Is it still punching down when they now have they those those marginalized mm-hmm. classes of people when they have the power to band together on the internet and have you fired? Is it real? Is it punching down, or is the power dynamic shifted, whether we like it or not? And is it in their benefit to say the power dynamic has not shifted? It's a, it's a, re- that's a, I mean, that's a really good question. It, there, there's a, oh man, how was that for an answer? Uh, I, mean, you, I mean, I mean, like I said, yeah, I don't, I, mean, here's the thing, I don't like, have any answers for it, but it's like, a, like, you know, Gildebrand like is a woman, but based on her, and really based on her mm-hmm. decision to go after Al Franken, mm-hmm. Al Franken lost his fucking job. Yeah. Well, so is because he stepped. He didn't. Lose he it, fucking. But, you know. Come on. Have, but, 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 but the okay, thing yes, about it was, yes, he was. Time, he was. Yeah. He was shamed into resigning. Yes, that's yes. losing a job, and yeah. and that's okay. Al Franken is going to be fine. I'm not feeling sorry for Al Franken. What I'm saying is, if Al Franken decides, I feel sorry for the American people. Because yeah, Al Franken was a great. I senator, feel. I feel sorry for American Martin. women. Yeah. Because yes. he was a big advocate. But yeah. if Al Franken wanted to make a a, 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 a Gildebrand joke. Yeah. Is that punching down because she's a woman, or is that punching up because she had the power? It's punching up because she had the power. Okay, so the power dynamic is shifting. So the argument that Louis C.K. is punching down when the Parkland kids, because I love those guys, yeah. but they're still teenagers. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're cool, but they're still kids. There can be jokes made about them that have nothing to do with... Their survivor instinct, or you know, if you can't make jokes about them, then then they're unassailable. And if they're unassailable, that's just like nobody's unassailable. I think it's it's like most things. It's it's on a case by case basis. Yeah. Franken can punch can punch up at Hildebrand, and he can go after. And maybe it, it's part of the joke is that she, you know, her her gender and sex works its way into the joke. Yeah. That's fine. Because that's a specific person. He's not punching down or punching up or down. Yeah, 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 yeah. The joke, the punchline. Yeah, no, he's he's punching at these specific type of people. Yeah, who may happen to be women. You know, so I think that there's the difference there. Louis C.K. and the Parkland thing. mm, Because the thing is, I can see the joke as being. You know, his joke was. There's nothing interesting about you except for the fact that you survived a school shooting and really all you did was just push a fat kid in your way so that you didn't get shot. That is... A is, that, little, is that the joke? That's the gist. I mean, I don't want to say that yeah. that's even See, a good paraphrase, but, the, you know, it's like... And, the you know, it's really sick. The way you hear it... I think it's a poor topic to... 
make fun of. Well, I'm not you know, saying it's too soon because I don't believe anything is too that's soon. That's the thing I, is, like, I was making 9/11 jokes on September 10th. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. I, I don't think there are, and, and it's like there, there are people who argue that rape is you can't joke about rape, you can't joke about AIDS. You know, I think you can. You I can. think you got to be. You just have to do it the you right have to, way. Well, you just have to. Well, and that's the thing is the right way. Is all jokes are based in misfortune. Yeah. You know, I mean, any jokes that are not based in misfortune are McSweeney's sort of fucking right. seven-year-old aren't I funny jokes. Yeah. You know, it's like that safe, like no edge. And I'm not saying it's got to be you got to be making funny somebody to to be edgy. Yeah. But comedy is based in in somebody else's pain. Almost all comedy, almost great, all great comedy is based on somebody else's pain. Yeah. Um, and if it's self-reflective, that makes it better. I mean, ultimately, if you look at Louis C.K.'s bits from years past, he was basically telling us what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, was, he, was. he told anybody that was like suddenly shocked that Louis C.K. liked to masturbate in front of people would never listen to any of his bits because right. he did that shit all the time. He talked about it. But he did it as a joke. But he and was he basically also, he telling also us, has a, you know, a lot of his comedy came from talking about his kids and uh-huh. like how children, you know, like the idiocy of which a lot of comics talk about how dumb yeah. their kids are or whatever. So I think he was pulling, and I haven't heard it or no, yeah, 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 no. It's, but I'm assuming, you know, understanding loosely, you know, how comedians write jokes. I used to do it when I thought I was funny. Um, it's just it's it's weird. It's sitting a little salty with me because I just feel like that's such still a national trage, trage, uh, national tragedy, and an issue that persists today. Like you, these kids have done more. Oh God, I love them. To fix, yeah, or potentially fix. Well, they're doing something that has impact. Yeah, and they're they're making in, an impact. When so many issue, other te- teenagers are eating Tide Pods, it's so nice to see that there right. are teenagers that, and maybe these guys are eating Tide so Pods. So I don't know why you would make fun of them because they're doing a fucking great job, and that their kids well, is like because, this is the future because they're they experience this awful thing. See, I think I that's the thing is, and maybe it just maybe this is where we're going. I to me, if I'm going to make fun of the 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 if I'm going to make fun of the Parkland kids. It's that they're high school students who are probably just as horny and stupid as I was in high school, yeah. but they're so fucking self righteous. Well, I mean, they also, they're they're they went but, something that you well that never the, went through that changed them. But they didn't go through something that no one's gone through. No. And, that, and so that's what I'm saying is I'm not and again I'm not making fun of the Parkland kids. Again, I, I love them, them but I don't like think they're unassailable. I don't think they're unassailable for comedy. And they have the power. They have a bully pulpit. Unassailable for comedy. I yeah. mean, if you but you just said the, they. You just said those guys. If you do it in the right work. way, and well, what's sounds, the right way? I don't know. It depends on what because you're if it's fun if of. you're not, I, it's a case by case. Because if you're gonna make fun of them the way Andy Borowitz makes fun of people, then you're a fucking hack piece of shit, and I don't want to hear your non-funny crap. Fair enough. I mean, you got to go for the jugular if you're even gonna try to be really funny. See, I, I want to listen to what Louis C.K. said about yeah, that yeah, I yeah. Wonder, like, you know, it, yeah, is it even clever? Those jokes, working it out, those jokes, you know. that's the thing is it sounds like, because there's a lot of bits that are pretty funny. That's the thing is it's 48 minutes long and he's pretty funny for most of it. And where was this recorded? Like this oh, was a, a headlining show. He's no, in, this was in some fucking, I don't even read like Buffalo, New York. I don't remember. I didn't really get that deep into it. Is that the journey for the comedian and the, and the joke, yeah. even more importantly, is that it takes, you know, a thousand open mics or a thousand yeah, smaller yeah. sets in... New York basements, you know, all those, <coughs> those clubs, mm-hmm. you know, Zanies here and wherever else, uh, before you get your HBO special. Yeah. You know, like, I was watching, you know, Ellen's got a new thing on 
on Netflix. Okay, and yeah, I, was, yeah. I turned it on because I think Ellen is. She's funny. She's kind of funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I like her delivery. I don't. Think right. Her topics are like, eh, who cares? But her delivery, yeah. I appreciate. So anyway, um, I was thinking like, when did she have a chance to work on her to work it out to get that hour to get those sixty? She minutes. has writers. But you still have to workshop that shit. Well, yeah, but you, if you've got a team of ten writers, you know. I mean, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't you know. know. I don't know who the writers were, but you, every comedian, like, there's what was that that um, documentary that Jerry did? Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry, we're on first name basis. Yeah, yeah, you and Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld did. It was maybe ten, twelve years ago, something like that, where he scrapped all of his shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrapped everything and started from scratch and was yeah. booed off of stages. Oh and yeah. Tackled. And this yeah. is Jerry Seinfeld. Well, you know, Dave Chappelle's way of doing this. I'm going to charge you so I can sit. And just do free association yeah. for two and a half hours right. as marathon things. And that's his way of working out the bits. Yeah. I think if but you're... See, what happens it's you're like young improv groups. If you're just learning how to do it, like don't charge hold, money, you fucker. Hold, a, you, you can't hold a comedian hostage um, or accountable even for a bad joke when they're working shit out. Because there's a lot of shit yeah. that you like, maybe this is funny, I'll try it. And it's not. And you're like, all right, that did not work at all. How can I... I'll either scrap it or I'm going to work it a different way. And yeah. the next time yeah. it becomes... You know, fucking Woody Allen and the Moose. Yeah, you know, there like you go. These legendary things. That's the problem with Twitter, is that Twitter can often be. I'm just. I'm sending. Yeah, you're bogarting the joke. joke you're bogarting. Yeah, out. yeah. And if it doesn't work, it's there for fucking ever. Yeah, it's. And then sits. you don't get the Oscars. Yeah. So I, it's. Comedy's weird. Comedy's really well. Really comedy, you know, and that's the thing. It's like you know, anybody that's like, oh, this is why I don't. This is why I don't play colleges anymore yeah our is is our colleges on some level um being overtaken by a bunch of strident uh pussies yes yeah. they are absolutely yeah. um on the other hand if you're a great comedian you can find you can find funny yeah you you, you get if you're a great comedian well and, and i don't even and that's things i don't even know if it's that you tailor your act to the audience it's that you you make your audience understand why you're funny you, 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 you take them on a journey. Yeah. And if you're a great comic, you're going to take them on a journey. Yeah. Sadly, you know, everything that you can say negative about Louis C.K. up until this thing mm-hmm. was that he was this, you know, guy who jerked off in front of women, yeah. you know, you know who, and, and then, and then kind of sabotaged their careers along the way. Right. Which is shitty. Real shitty. But it has nothing to do with his comedy. Right. And so right. the fact is he's a very talented comedian. He's always been a very talented comedian. Um... Uh, you, you know, it's so so the it's not that comedy has changed; it's that our ability to you know, and I think well, but the other part of it, it evolves. That, you know, what's, Com- our our, what's our ability to what we find funny changes with the time. I know that with the time it changes with who we are. As yeah, people. yeah. I mean, I I don't think the Marx Brothers are remotely funny. I'm fascinated by the fact that they were, but I watch I a Marx Brothers really and I don't yeah. crack a smile. Okay, but I will watch the fucking Three Stooges and laugh my dick off, and it, you know, it's like okay. it, yeah. everybody's got a different thing. Yeah. You know, I think Blazing Saddles is one of the funniest fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. But I know people today who are in their 20s and 30s that are like, that sucks. That's a racist piece of shit. I don't get it. I think I told you how um, it was a couple years ago where Mel Brooks, they did a screening of Blazing Saddles Mm -hmm. in Chicago Theater. Mel Brooks came out, answered questions, did this thing. So I bought tickets for that because, of course. It's fucking Mel Brooks, yeah. Katie had never seen Blazing Saddles. Oh, wow. So she didn't get it, yeah. And it worked out exactly as I wanted it to. It was fucking beautiful. So we sit down. And she was excited because she like knows who Mel Brooks is, but she'd never, you know, watched his stuff. She just 
just like, okay, this will be fun. And Dave's yeah. excited about it. Cool. Yeah. So we went there and they start the movie and like the first 20 minutes, she's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's because it's so said, just over wait. the top. And then at the end, she was like, this movie is great. Mm. You know, she didn't go home and like, you know, just yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she stuff. didn't get a blazing like, saddles, cleave yeah. on a little tattoo, right. but <laughs> yeah, she's got, she's got on, on her left hand, she's got, but I shoot with this hand. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, fuck, I, it's, it's, oh, it's so funny. Movie. Yeah, but like, it took a while because she's got this. Is a different time, and Mel Brooks comes out, and he's like, first question I know is going to be, could this movie movie be made today? And the answer is no. Of course, it couldn't be made yeah, today. Yeah. Um, but it's also like what's funny and offensive to some people, funny or offensive to some people, is not funny, or the opposite to other. Yeah, people, right? yeah, yeah. Like some you know, the blue collar comedy, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. I don't, not, Jeff Foxworthy. Never, I don't think that shit's all. funny. Jeff Foxworthy, when he was doing the "You Might Be a Redneck If." Oh, I didn't think I was that like shit was funny at all. Sixth or seventh grade, when I first heard that, I was like. Uh, okay, that's well. Yeah, when you're okay. in sixth and seventh grade, that's but not a high like, bar for comedy because right. you don't have any money to buy albums, and there are no so albums, so fuck it. At twelve years old, Jeff Foxworthy is fucking hilarious. Yeah, but he's not. The, but sh- here's the thing: people love the blue collar comedy. Oh my god, yeah. You know, it had a TV show. It's oh, got the, the fucking tours, and who's that man? motherfucker that does the the the, the ventriloquist guy? Je- uh, Jeff Dunham. Jesus Christ. <laughs> People think that shit is, I mean, and not me. He's hated by comedians. I know. Yeah. Everybody fucking, Carrot Top, what the fuck? I mean, you know, I mean, there are, there are comedians that you look at and you go, what? And how did they get a career? Because that shit's so not funny. It's right. Here's the thing about Carrot Top, because I worked with him when I was in You Las did. Vegas. Yeah. You worked with Carrot Top. And I knew his name is Scott. So, so uh, <laughs> define worked with. So I was working at Luxor. I was in the marketing department. So okay. working with like internal shit with Carrot Top anytime he went out to do anything and and he was uh, attached to the Luxor yeah he, he had a show there oh we had it like it was like a stage he doesn't anymore yeah I don't was, know he was work, you know doing five six nights a week at Luxor Jesus Christ and I went and saw I went and saw him twice I think and eh, you know but here's the thing about Carrot Top off stage when you're just hanging out with him yeah I hung out because we'd be at, he's just like, a normal funny he's, guy yeah he's really fucking clever yeah and witty and funny and sharp and a nice excuse me a nice guy charming like I'd rather like just dude get up there and just fucking do that yeah but you no know, that's not what made him famous big props away yeah and just do that also carrot uh carrot enough with the working out and enough with the whatever the fuck you did to your face yeah well you know the thing about it is I get it it's, it's like Joe Piscopo was really funny until I got all buff yeah, and Carrot Top is fucking And, and it, it's, like, buff, it's like, when you are so intimidating, it's, you yeah. know, and it's like, it's this is the thing. It's, it's uh, and I understand it, it's the opposite. It's the mirror image of beautiful women aren't great comedians. I mean, the, the idea right. of that. And it's because if you are so physically attractive that I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah. Then, you know, and that's what, like, if you're a super sexy, John Hamm gets away with it. Because he's yeah. funny. He's actually pretty funny. But he's not a stand-up. But he's not a stand-up. D- Justin Timberlake gets away with it. Right. But he's, you know, that's a, you know, but, you know, so it's like, you like, Sarah Silverman is beautiful. Yeah. But there's just enough about her off. And she downplays she That she works. Up. Exactly. So, like, you Who's get the... really pretty women or really buff, sexy men. Yeah. Not great comedians. There was, oh, It just doesn't work. Right now. There's two I mean, women. I can't think of a really good, good-looking... Allie Wong, is that her name? Oh, yeah, okay, I think uh, that's right. She had two specials, yeah. or maybe three specials on Netflix. Yeah. Ah, shit, I can't remember. She's, I feel bad because I think she's mm-hmm. great. 
One of them she did while she was pregnant. Yeah. She did two of them. Yes, while she was yeah, yeah. With two different kids. <laughs> Not obviously, but she's beautiful. Even pregnant, she's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, but beautiful. <laughs> well, no, not beautiful, but they say uh, she's she's pretty, but she's not like, again, she's not like goddess level model right. look, you know? And it's like Carrot Top took his body yeah. and said, now I'm like, yeah. I'm like Schwarzenegger. Like he, he looked like a dude. Easily. Yeah, he looked yeah. like just a dickhead dude. And then he got so buff that his body looked like something you'd see in a health men's magazine, yeah. your men's health magazine, and that, oh, and that's the thing. Is, yeah, and Ali Ali Wong magazine. is yeah. is very pretty. Yeah, I mean, there are, that's it's not a, like a super. Yeah, a that's superhero. the thing is, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that 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 like. I think I think a lot of comics, men comics and female comics, are very attractive. I think there's plenty of attractive, but attractive, and like over the top goddess level kind of god level kind of yeah. shit. I mean, I think Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, is funny in the movies, uh-huh. but I don't think he'd be a great stand-up because I don't You're think distracted I. Distracted by how hot he is. Jesus Christ, yeah. the guy is fucking beautiful. Yeah, he is. I mean, gee, and so is his brother, for that matter. No kidding, but he's better. Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a better actor well, he's too. Fucking Thor. I mean, Jesus Christ, that guy is. Eric Wilson wrote of his jokes. his uh, his American shithole about uh, about the the Trump, you know big public address and then the yeah. follow-up by the old <laughs> people it, it it made me laugh like really laugh well and i laughed because and one i saw i, I watched it yeah I, I, didn't, watching, I didn't i uh, didn't daniels okay folder clothes and underwear on instagram on i was phone. not interested but at all the pelosi schumer thing when they came on tv it was oh like, i oh saw my God, are they gonna get are they in a firing squad it's just They're gonna get shot. But this what is the, the fuck? But, but here's the thing is at what point because all i can think of is politics shouldn't be this entertaining. Right. I mean, whether you're angry or not, the thing about it is it's like a soap opera or it's like a reality TV show. It's like watching Survivor or anything else. The Bachelor, you know, the housewives of fuck off, you know, I don't give a shit what it is. It shouldn't be this entertaining because policy stuff is boring. Well, I think that entertaining is, is subjective. I think what you're trying to get at, which is, and I agree with this, is that when did pol- or politics shouldn't be so Goofy. Well, no, it is entertaining. I mean, why do you why do you blanch no, it entertaining? entertaining? Because entertaining, even the most serious Trump is seriously stuff, entertaining. People watch C-SPAN. Dude. Yeah, this is That's w- entertaining. This is the thing is this it's is the goofiness of it. Well, I don't even think it's goofy. This is WWE, which is goofy. wrestling. Well, no, well, I don't think joke. it's goofy. I think it's I think it's come on. It's, it's almost. I like wrestling. I mean, yeah, I watch it. It's, I, you know, it's, goofy. it's like it's and like high melodrama. So, I mean, and if you put it in that framework, it's like Trump is just, he's, he's, he's like, I can't even think of like, I don't know, I don't know enough about WWE. He's like, he's one of those big bad guys. He's yeah. so over the he's top. The he's, there you go. Cause yeah. I don't know any of those guys, but he's like so over the fucking top. Yeah. And then you see Schumer and Pelosi, and they're supposed to be the Hulk Hogan's that are coming in and they're not, they're not really carrying that. You know, they're, you know who is Alexandria. Yeah. Alexandria is going to oversex him. She's going to dance her little dance. I mean, She's all of it. him. But that's the thing is, all of this is just is just fodder for entertainment, and I think that might be part of our problem with our, our national discourse is that is that we're so focused on this bizarre reality television aspect well, of the political world. Star our well, we had a fucking movie star, and when Reagan did it, and and you know, and you know, it's like where did we in go def- wrong? In, not, not defense, but. Reagan was never really a movie star. 
He was an actor in some really he was movies. Yeah, he was no, not a movie no, star. No, they weren't low budget. He was a movie star. He was a B movie star. Well, but he was still a movie and star. He was a, he was B, a B movie, movie star. Actor. No, he was he a star. He look. He became a star. Like he did. He did those few movies. Yeah. And then he was the spokesperson for GE. Well, all right, there you go. And then he was the president of the Actors Guild. Well, they, all right, Guild. all right, that's fair. All right, all right. Reagan was not a. It's not like maybe Brad what, no, he wasn't Brad Pitt. He wasn't Gary Cary Grant. Gary yeah. Gary Grant. Gary sure. Grant. You know, no, he wasn't Cary Grant. I get it. Okay, I get yeah. it. But the thing about it is, I actually think where we really went wrong. But yes, the argument is made. Like yeah, my argument it's is Back to the Future. Things, like, who's president of the United States? Yeah. Ronald Reagan. Ha! Ha! Uh-huh. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, it's an insane and, thing. And right. I think we went wrong is when uh, when. Uh, uh, Kennedy beat Nixon in the first televised debate, even though if you listen to the transcript, he lost that fucking debate. Right. He won the debate because he was pretty. Yeah, he because looked, he, was he looked good and he didn't right. sweat like a fucking pig like Nixon did. And Nixon was uncomfortable on camera. Yeah. Always. And, even and in that moment, that yeah. moment, we've gone, it, it's like that, that was the seed of the mighty fucking oak. That became Donald Trump. The unfortunate thing is connecting Trump to Kennedy. Like, that's an unfortunate thing. Well, but the thing is, you know, but Kennedy the, was a respectable but, person. Well, that's the thing is, it's not the fault of Kennedy or Trump. No, it's us. It's us. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing that got me about the the recent, you know, oh, Trump, Pelosi, Schumer thing. Was that yesterday, we'll record this on Thursday. So on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday was Trump's address. Wednesday, he met with the Democrats again. Yeah. Like, so are you going to give me my wall? And they said no. And he's like, well, then this is over. So he stormed out. So I'm reading, I think it was in the Washington Post. Yeah, it was like all, yeah. And he, quote unquote, stormed out. Like, banged, Democrats are saying. That he banged the table. Yeah, he banged the table. And then he walked and stormed out. He's saying, no, I didn't. Mike I didn't Pence, smash the table. Republican senator who was there. Yeah. Mike Pence said, no, that wasn't it. He handed out candy. Yeah, and he does. was like, yeah, there were Butterfingers and Milky Way bars or whatever. It's like this I want to go to that meeting. This right, but this is where we're at. We're like, no, it was a, it was he wasn't mean. He gave candy. You know who else gave candy? The fucking witch that burned hands. And so did John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, you know. I mean, so come it's on. just like this. Like that's their defense. It's not. It's not even. Well, uh, okay. No, back Trump up. And, uh, back well, up. Schumer and Pelosi are mistaken. But, but I understand your perspective was, is that's his de- <laughs> that's his defense. His defense is as ridiculous as the attack, which is. The president stormed out. Yes. We shouldn't know that. Right. That's not our fucking business. Right. Solve the problem. Right. Solve yeah. the fucking problem. Just say, we didn't have an agreement today. We're going to keep working you know, towards it, something. It, yeah. it, it, one of the things I got, I got caught in a loop, a random loop, of uh, just Judge Judy shit. You right. know, sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes when you're just dicking around YouTube, you can't sleep, just go start. You, somehow... A Judge Judy, and I, I watched like five or six clips That's of Judge whole, Judy. That's yeah, and sometimes you get in those. Sure. And and the thing about it is, I saw her at least three times tell constituents, and I loved it, or tell those people, I was like, I don't care about your feelings. The law doesn't care about your feelings. The law cares about facts. Mm-hmm. I heard her say that at least three times in these five or six clips She's I watched. Right. And I thought to myself, That's not where we're at. It's that's right. Yeah. But it's feelings. We're but all feelings. We're all about yeah. the feelings. And so the feelings are, well, Trump banged the table and stormed out, and so we're supposed to feel a certain way. Right. Or, no, he gave out Butterfingers, and so we're so, supposed to feel a certain way. You know who and else gave I don't out give candy? a shit about any of that stuff. You know who else famously gave out candy in their meetings? It was Reagan. Mm-hmm. He had the jelly beans, right? And it was never a big thing. 
But Reagan also worked toward compromise. Reagan was yeah. a motherfucker. I mean, you know who else did it? Bill Clinton gave out candy, but it was always like just balanced on the tip of his cock. Yeah. But that's just, and you it was, know. It was milk, chocolate, naked women. Yeah, always. Yeah. Just like, hey, come, would you like this? Eminem on the tip of my penis, but that's Bill. You want that's you want Hershey. That's Bubba. That's yeah, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but it's ridiculous, and it. See, I, the reason I don't, I, I wouldn't call it. Like your thing is, why are politics so? Why so? Why has it become so entertaining when it's, it's not that, supposed I'm not to be? That entertained by it. The inter- because. Do you get angry? No, I've gotten to a point where I just I'm like, this is just fucking stupid. Like, sort of like Butterfingers is in a Washington, po- but what the president did was you know what? Your reaction to that is the same reaction I had to Game of Thrones, which is an entertainment. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, dragons! Oh, I'm done. You know, it's funny you say that because I could not care less about Game of Thrones. Exactly. This is the thing. I think, you know, it's like, don't care. I remember, and this not was a friend. long, this is a long time ago, but I remember when I got laid up. I got this. Talking about a weird memory that just popped in my head. I got bit by a spider. I mean, a serious fucking spider. I mean, my arm, my <laughs> fucking arm. A graduation cap that that like, spider. Oh, no, around. that spider had an eye patch and an Irish accent. It was fucked up. <laughs> it was fucked up. It was ready to go. But I woke up one day. This was when I was uh, living alone. This was before uh, I got married. When I was in Chicago and I was living in my one bedroom apartment or studio apartment, or whatever it was, and I got bit and my arm bloated I mean it was huge yeah. I mean and I had to take horse pills I went to the emergency room I was fucked up horse pills these fucking pills they gave me to take for this fucking spider bite were like the size of my thumb oh, yeah, okay. they were yeah, yeah. big fucking pills and they yeah. took a long time to swallow because they hurt but while I was doing that I was kind of la- I basically was laid up and you know I'll paint the picture mm-hmm. first apartment that I had after living in my truck had no money, had no furniture. So it was a studio apartment. I had three blankets, one pillow on the floor. I had a saucepan, a percolator, wow, a coffee cup, and one spoon. That was my apartment, you know? I mean, I didn't have anything. Did you have I- a bowl for food? I did. Um, I had. Uh, I had a plate. I had a plate. Okay. I did not have a bowl, but I had a plate, um, and I had this little tiny TV, you know. And so, I. I mean, I was fucking laid up. I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. I was fucked up, and I got sucked into watching Days of Our Lives. Huh. And I mean, I couldn't give two shits about Days of Our Lives. I mean, I had never watched a fucking soap opera in my life, but three weeks of recuperating from this monster spider bite yeah i man i lived and died for a while about days of our lives sure. i wanted like the, the, the melodrama and the anger and i got just as angry and i got just as amazed and i was gobsmacked from what they did and what they said and i'm thinking that's how people are reacting to politics now yeah and it's yeah. like we're all suffering from a giant spider bite and we're bedridden and we're watching our national politics play out like a fucking soap opera written by hack writers that couldn't that's, write for better that's television. That's the issue, is that politics as entertainment is fine, but it's hard to take any of it seriously because it's it's insane. Yeah. Because... I mean, I don't care that he gave out candy or he stormed out. Right. Fix the fucking Fix problem. That's your job. And 
you know. And and not just that's the thing is I, I I'm not just going to throw it at Trump as that's his job. That's every that's person that's been elected. Yeah. It's their fucking job to put their egos away, to stop playing to the cameras, to stop playing to the lobbyists, and well, do their fucking Schumer job. And Pelosi do not play to the cameras because if you saw no, them, they sucked. Like, they yeah, weird. Well, you know that's like, the thing is what Wilson said. He's and everybody's like, like oh yeah, she put Talib, put Talib up there because then she get up there in front of them and she's like talk about motherfuckers. <laughs> no, it's fine. I like that she said it, but nah. Yeah. All right, you don't have to say it once. You got it. You, yeah. I got it. You're yeah. from Detroit and you're rad. Yeah, right. You know, you're fucking woke woke AF. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. I love it. But now take a step back and let's actually... That's what I like no, about I, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, Cortez. I, I loved about her 60-minute interview because she's very differently strident. I mean, she is on the far-left progressive, but she also made a point to can, say... Mm-hmm. I want to actually make things happen. And I know being a purist, she didn't say this, but yeah. that was sort of the gist that I guess my paraphrase. Being a purist is not going to get me there. I'm, I'm there to work for, and then she listed three things mm-hmm. that were not the far straight and left, but are reasonable yeah. and doable. And I will, and, and that was when I went, when I heard that interview, I went, all right, she's not a flash in the pan. That's, I thought the same thing. Because she could be a flash in the pan. Yeah. You know, she's super cute. She danced when she was in high school. She was a bartender. Somehow she managed to luck into this situation and, and like, wow. Now she's a member of Congress. She's a, but that was the moment when she was like, I'm here to get things done and I know, and I'm smart enough to know this is how you do it in, poli- in, in politics. Yeah. And I went, oh, You've got to have diplomacy. Well, you, I mean, honestly, this is what I, th- I said to myself as I went, oh, I hope she's president in my lifetime. I really did. I went, yeah. oh, God, I hope she's I hope she's president before I die. Because yeah. I went, okay, she is so much more than even she's presented herself as. I went, all right, I'm digging her. I'm, I'm, I'm watching her. She, we have seven years before she can become president. I know, because she's too fucking young. She's going to be 35. 35? 35. Okay. All right, so we've got six years. Well, I'm all right with that. She'll Um, learn a lot of shit there. I hope, that's the thing is what I hope is, it's that Mr., uh, what is it? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I hope Washington doesn't grind her down. It'll grind her down somewhat. I mean, you look at Obama. Obama got in there, when he was dead, his fucking hair was white. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what, government does oh, to you. every president. I mean... Yeah, that's George W. Bush. Is yeah. But, I mean, Donald Trump hasn't aged. Or has he? Not... I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. You know. See, here, here's where I think that storming out of the room is an important thing. You're really focused on the storming out of the well, room Well, only thing. because of... It shows the temperament of the president. Now, it's not a... It's not like, a we flash. didn't know this. Right. I don't need and to know this. It doesn't matter. Like, we yeah. knew that he was a petulant fuckwad from the beginning. If Obama... You know, in 2014, <clears throat> yeah. had a meeting with Republicans and stormed out of the room and yeah. like, oh, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, that's big news. But, like, no shit Trump stormed out of the room. That's the thing is, I don't give a shit if he fucked porn stars. I don't give a shit if he paid porn stars off. I don't care if he fucked Playboy models. I don't care if he grabs pussies. Honestly, do your job. I care if he grabs pussies. I don't. don't want to be grabbed. But the thing about it is, the thing about it is he's not doing it now. And the reality is, the reality is, he probably didn't do it then. 
because everything about Donald Trump is a lie and a brag and it's bullshit. Everything he says is bullshit. So why do we decide that the shit that he says that he did that that we go, oh, if he did that, he's evil. We believe. You, You can't believe anything the guy says. Yeah. Prove it or shut the fuck up. Yeah. But ultimately, let Mueller do his job. Yeah. And get... Your job done. Yeah, and that's all I want. Schumer, do your fucking do your job. fucking job. Yeah. And the it's biggest, hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're dealing with a fucking idiot. I get it. We've all had really bad managers or people we have yeah. to work with. Yeah, and I know Trump's not your manager. And also, thank you, Nancy and Chuck, for listening because I'm talking directly to you. Directly to you because I know um, they are. They are actually subscribers, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. All what right. the fuck else are they gonna do? Fix the government? <laughs> All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My, my first thing is um, is go to Netflix and watch Eliza Schlesinger, Elder Millennial. That's the... That's the what you were talking about, sexy. okay. She's attractive, fine, whatever, but it's it's funny. It's not the best comedy in the world, but here's an attractive, a clearly yeah. attractive person. Doing who's, comedy. Who's a good stand-up Doing comic. good stand-up, all right. It can happen. Um, I'm all three of mine are in are in uh, in anticipation of Oscar season, following up the Golden Globes. Who's Oscar season? You know, um, and uh, so they're all films that you may have seen, probably haven't. One you probably have. Probably everybody that's listening is definitely seen. When you this say one, you, you mean me or you I mean the you, the audience, you, David. Okay. Um, first one I'm going to say is I, I actually, and I didn't think I was going to like, and actually two of these movies, I did not think I was going to like. Okay. My first one was a movie that I didn't think I was going to like based on reviews, based on a lot of stuff, but I really enjoyed Bad Times at the El Royale. You didn't think you would like that? No, because it was sort of like a, a Tarantino wannabe ripoff kind of thing. isn't it? Hemsworth and Ham. Well, see, that's the thing. It's John Ham. It's Jeff Bridges. It's Cynthia Erivo. It's John. It's Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I think he's he plays sort of like a Charles Manson character in this. Hot. And he danced around his shirt, and it moved. He's dancing around his shirt, and my dick moved. Oh, your my dick moved because he is so fucking sexy in this goddamn movie. But it's I'm a. To see but that movie. I, I will I say it, it. This yeah. is what I'll say. It's a two-hour movie. The first hour is all set up, and it takes okay. and it takes a while to get where it's going. But once it gets there, all I'm saying is, once Hemsworth comes into the picture, it is it is just bam, bam. I really enjoyed it. Um, I want to I want to make sure I get the right. Uh, it was written directed by Drew Goddard. Absolutely, if you get a chance, go see okay. or or stream Bad Times. At the El Royale. Okay. So my second thing is, it's a watch. Uh, not nearly Oscar-worthy. In fact, it's not It's not even a good documentary as far as documentaries go. Sure. But watch Surviving R. Kelly. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. All three, all three. You can't watch just one part. You gotta watch yeah, all three parts. There's six parts. I watched five of them. I thought that was the end. There's six parts. There are six parts. Yeah. Okay, because in my mind they were, okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was a... In the beginning, there were three nights. That's knew, what it was. Yeah, they showed yes. it in three nights. That's what I meant. Before I knew, we knew about our when he first came up, I was fucking into him. Like I would run home from school. I was never into him. I always, videos. I always thought he was a shitty artist from the day one. I always I did. Love. I, I joined Columbia House Records because that was the only place I could find his CD. The yeah. First CD. And the, so, Borings in the Nineties and Twelve Play, those were my jams. But I knew in the beginning on those two albums that 
He was way too horny. Here's and the thing he that makes me mad. Aaliyah. Yeah, I know. And in one of his songs. When she was 12. Yeah. About her having that vibe, which is fucking weird. So when she came out, I'm like, that's weird. Okay. I got to say, one anyway. of the things that makes me mad about this is that everybody's like, oh my God, what? Jim DeRogatis of Sound yeah. Opinions has been fucking writing about this for 20 fucking years. Yeah. It's not like any of this is a secret. We're going to jump on Louis C.K. for masturbating without permission, right. and R. Kelly is still... He just did a thing in Chicago. He just did a... a ju- yeah. Standing out, women are saying, there's chanting, take me hostage. He hasn't been convicted. No, he hasn't been convicted of anything. This is unbelievable. Too, and here's the other thing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Is that this is a perfect You should definitely watch it. And a reminder of sometimes the art... And the artists are not mutually exclusive. Are not mutually exclusive. He was, he, like, is. he was singing and writing about Fucking doing exactly what little he girls was and doing. pissing on little yes. girls. Yes. All right. On a completely different note. So oh, now we're gonna oh. now we're, I'm sorry we're not gonna go to R. Kelly. This is a movie that everybody's probably seen, but I finally saw it. Okay. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. God damn it, that is a good. What a great movie. It's a really good. I mean, start to finish, yeah. it's really unique. Uh, it, it, it's it's like their animation style is very different. And what I read was that they dismissed, they went ahead and scrapped all the Pixar. Yeah. So that model and said we're going to recreate our own animation, and it looks like a comic book come to life. It's That's, a great story, yeah. and the thing, and I did, I bawled my eyes out, but I bawled my eyes out before the ending. Okay. Because nothing was beautiful. You know, it's the thing about it is, and what I loved about Miles Morales, who mm-hmm. is the Spider-Man of our Spider-Verse in this movie, yeah. you never see a superhero with two parents that are really supportive of him. Right. You never see that. They've always lost their parents, or they've lost one of their parents. So guess, and and it was a really average. A, a, the other thing I really liked about it is Miles Morales is black. Is black. He's. Well, he's black, black Cuban. Hispanic. Yeah. Cuban, yeah, yeah, and his yeah. mother and father are black and Cuban. But what I loved about it is, it it represents the a, a non stereotyped version mm-hmm. of that kid. Yeah, he's got a family. He's got a father and a mother. He's got and they're supportive and loving. Yep. It's like they're still married. Yeah, I mean, I really yeah. liked a lot of that. And he's this is not just for the movie. This is a comic book. Yeah, this is a comic book that that yeah, yeah that was created. But 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 I loved. There were so many things I loved. Spider Gwen, she yeah. was cool as shit. Spider Ham. See that bug man. That thought that was fucking funnier than shit. I loved it because they didn't overplay it. If they'd overplayed it, I would have been pissed. It was. Yeah, it, it was it was right where it needed the to be. The anime, department. the manga, Spider. Oh, that was amazing. I mean, you know, it was okay, just Nick Cage. Nick as, Cage as the Spider-Man is, Noir. Yeah, I. So what I'm saying is, go see Spider-Man into the Spider Verse because that actually is not. It just won the Golden Globe of yeah. Best Animation. So I. I think re- my favorite part about that movie is that they make a joke about retelling the Spider-Man origin over story. and over and over. Yeah, like it's like, really like, one fun. One more time. It's like well, it's joke. sort of like we're gonna do an origin story, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna spoof all origin stories yeah. while we tell an origin story. Right. It's really smart. And it, it sets is it up for any. It's Miles directed. Morales movies that come next. Oh, I would see anything these guys because do. You don't get too into him. It's this. It's idea this that universe. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Kingpin, but it's directed by Bob Persichetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman, and I absolutely recommend Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that is my that. number two thing. So my number three is uh, self-promotional. 
Uh, listen to Bug House number 16. It's f- uh, the Jesus drops, Christ. Uh, drop today. Um, yeah, drop today. It'll, it'll, it'll drop uh, if you're listening to this when we drop this. It will drop later this afternoon. Yeah, this was one of my favorite bug houses that we've done. Oh Jesus! The, the, the topics were great. The the arguments, the debates were fantastic. But the best part. Oh my the God! Crown jewel is our judge John Ham. Yeah. Who just listen to it? It's fascinating, and I have an alter ego now. Thank you. And I and I would only say that because I'm actually going to write a piece based on that performance okay. <laughs> on the idea that exactly the point that we try to make with the show is if people aren't listening to your argument and they're not really hearing your argument, it's your fault or it's not see, their fault. But now that's putting a lot of the, the blame on our judge. No, no, no. It's my fault. It's not his fault. But you said listening. See, no. I was going to say that if he wasn't gonna, listening, if he wasn't not, listening. He obviously did not hear the argument that I made. See, okay, because okay, he was right. confused. So, so, ultimately, his inability to understand my argument had nothing to do with him. It's easy to go, yeah, I was having a few drinks and he was not paying attention because taking notes. The fact is, and I say it in the podcast. Yeah. If I didn't make my case and you didn't understand what I was saying, then that's my fault. See, I would flip that because I, I agree with yeah. you. What I would say is instead of if, if you're not listening to the argument, it's if you're not making your argument. They're not going to listen. If people can hear what you're saying. Then they're not going to listen. Then they're not. And gonna, if they're not going to listen, then they're not getting it. You don't they're win. are not making a good argument. And that's exactly my point. Yeah. So I, I really like that that was sort of instructive in a bug house way. Yeah. And my number one so is. Funny. Yeah, it's it's just, it was it was it's really funny. It's complete chaos. But it's kind of painful, it's but it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and my last is a watch again. I uh, I wanted to see this just because it looked sexy. Okay. You know, it's like. Hot teenage girls in short shorts with guns. Okay. Right? This sounds kind of sexy. Yeah, but I don't know where this is going. All right. I don't... So I thought, oh, this will be Speaking fun. Speaking of R. Kelly. And well, I mean, but yeah. that was the thing. It's like, all right, you know, it's like, all right, this, that's, it's the fantasy. It's funny. It's sexy. It's sort of feminist, kind of. Okay. You know, um, Assassination Nation. I've never even heard of this. All right. This thing, I saw it and I was like, oh, I want to I wanna watch this. Kind of, but the reason I wanted to watch it was because Suki Waterhouse is in it and she's cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, well, I can't I can't say it was like I had high minded feminist ideals. And then I heard on Film Spotting, one of my favorite. If you don't listen to Film Spotting, if you like movies, go to FilmSpotting.net. I love these guys. Say that for next week, as I think. Yeah, Film Spotting. <laughs> yeah, Film Spotting. Uh, film Spotting is one of my favorite podcasts for fucking forever. I could listen to the granted. They'll go two hours sometimes. It's a long fucking podcast. Those guys, those motherfuckers ramble on. However, when I'm driving long distances, I guarantee you when I'm going to Vegas, when I'm driving my 30 hours to Vegas, I'm listening to fucking film spotting. Yeah. Because they're going to tell me all about movies. I love it. But they mentioned it in their end of 2018. So I thought, all right, watch this. The premise is small town in Salem, New York. I think it's New York. Um... Teenage girl doing, th- you know, kind of trying to be a, a millennial, not or like an iGen teenage girl, dealing with her world, kind of in a weird, uh, non-sexual affair with a father, with a wife and a kid, played by Joel McHale. Okay. Okay. And uh, all of a sudden, this 
simple town, and there's four girls. There's one transgender, and I really like that because okay. she was good. Mm-hmm. She was really good. That was the thing. It's like, we're going to cast a transgender just to do it for diversity. No, they cast a really good actress. Yeah. You know, so you get four girls, um, and they're kind of dealing with, you know, high school bullshit, but then all of a sudden, someone gets doxxed. The mayor has all of his hard drive, everything on his phone and his hard drive, outed to the entire town hmm. of 17,000. And then the principal. And then everybody. Wow. And all hell breaks loose. The beginning of the movie, she tells you, this is a true story. It's not. But this is a true story. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of yeah, it's a true story. And yeah. this this is this is the tale of how an entire town of seventeen thousand people all wanted to murder four teenage girls. Awesome. Man okay. and it is, I'm telling you, if you can kind of get your offense meter and stuff it right up your fucking woke ass. And get past the fact that it is sexy and it's about teenage girls and there's all this shit going on. And listen and watch. It is a great film. It's really well made. It's super interesting. I mean, the camera work is extraordinary. Script is really good. And I would say it's one of the most feminist movies I've ever seen. Hmm. I mean, it just... I was shocked how much I like this movie. Assassination Nation. It is uh, written and directed by Sam Levinson. Um, starring Odessa Young, Joel McHale. Um, it's not on your radar, but it should be. And Where I watched it. This is on Netflix. Or- yeah, you can find. Actually, it's. Uh, I, uh, I actually rented it on Amazon Prime. Okay. You know. Um, cool. It's yeah. I loved it. Thought it was great. Awesome. That's the show. Thanks That's for it. Listening. Be sure to like, comment, and tell your friends about it, and your parents, and everybody else. And- yeah. Mike Hillers, parting words. If you're having a meeting, make sure to start it by handing out candy, like candy bars, Butterfingers, Milky Ways, Three Musketeers. Then you can storm out of the meeting, pissed off, and it's okay. And that's the podcast. Thank you. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Locomotive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 